From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Trav! Hello! I'm here with my cohort on the beauty plane, my co-pilot, Mr. Travis Cronin. Oh, hello, just doing my nails. Yeah, like Travis is sitting here doing his nails That's in a beauty the studio. podcast. That's true, that's true. However, we've come a long way from the days <laughs> when you used to sit outside my office and I'd hear, shh, and I'd be like, Travis! are you spray tanning yourself at your desk again? And he'd be like, yes. And you know, I'd have to tell him that like people in the office didn't really like that smell. <laughs> but he is always a very even shade of golden It's bronze. taken decades to perfect. All right, but he is doing his nails with a gorgeous, what would you call this color? Yeah. Okay, so I would call this a green metallic. It's sort of like a silvery Olive, Blackened, black, green. It, it's my favorite kind of color that changes of, when you move it in the light and yeah. changes when you move your hand, which I think is so yeah, cool. Yeah, you want, you want stuff to shape shift and morph like your personality. Want a little pizzazz. Like yeah. your mood. Yeah. No, your mood is always, Travis's mood is always like super high vibration. I'm having a great time. Happy. All right, you guys, you might be wondering why <laughs> Travis is doing his nails in the studio. And Tell it him. is because we have... The queen of nails with us today, mm-hmm. Sarah Gibson Tuttle, who is the founder and creative director, CEO, what do we call you? HBIC. Of Olive and June. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you call me all of those things. Um, no, I'm the founder and CEO. Founder yes. and CEO of Olive and June Nail Salon in Los Angeles, which was really like the first kind of clean, celebrity-loved nail salon, and also incredible nail brands with clean nail polish. What are you, nine free? We're seven free, seven free, and I call it cleaner because I think ultimately nail polish is paint. Oh, totally. Mm. So. And it has to be. Like, quite honestly, you, your formula is the clean formula that I rely on. It doesn't, my manicures with your polishes last like two weeks. Yeah, the idea is how do you create a formula that's an intersection of clean and performance? Because ultimately women want their nails to last as long as possible. Right. And how do you make it as clean as possible? Exactly. Which is really great. You know, I feel like I love clean, the clean movement, but I think that there is so much, I don't want to say misinformation out there. People are just very confused about what really is clean and what isn't. And I love, you know, the idea of cleaner because quite honestly, I think pretty much every product on the market that we know as clean beauty is really more like. Right. Clean-ish. Because it still has to work. Exactly. It's got to (laughs) work. That's right. Yes. We aren't putting clay on our faces foundation and. No, it's so true. Berries is our nail polish. It's so true. Well, why don't you, you know. <laughs> but it's I like, like that product idea. I mean, the idea is, right, are you taking notes? Taking notes. Nail stains. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. I wonder who came up with that idea. Oh, did oh, anybody? Some, let's see what happens. We might write two points on that deal, Chaff. <laughs> All right, well, for our listeners who might not know about the magic that is Olive and June, why don't you tell us a little bit about the inception of the salon, where the idea came from, and just, you know, let us know everything that we need to know about Olive and June. Absolutely. So Olive and June started as your, you know, a really adorable neighborhood nail salon. And the idea was that it was this new version of nail salon. So you could walk in and from start to finish, it would be this 
elevated experience while still feeling super inclusive. As one of our clients said, this is the cheers. Uh, this is our <laughs> version of cheers. Oh, that's so cute. It was so do cute. Do you serve booze? I wish you did. <laughs> all right, go on. And so the idea was that, you know, you walk in, all of your preferences are stored on your on file so that if you want your cuticles clipped or you don't, like we always remember those special things that you care about. Um, we have over 500 shades of polish on the wall. The manicures are super friendly. And really the fact that you get a great manicure is just the base of, for everything else, all the other magic to happen. And as that grew, what we realized is that women across the country were severely underserved in the category, that LA and New York and San Francisco, a couple of cities had these kind of great nail salons. Basically, there wasn't a labor market to support it across the country. Sure. And price point wise, it was not, people weren't able to get this, like this level of service. And so how could we expand and how could we make it easy for everyone to have an Olive June manicure? Well, also, you know, it's like your friendly neighborhood nail salon where like Jessica Alba just happens to be next to you <laughs> at the pedicure station. Yes. So I do think that it's really cool that you created a line to kind of bring that polish that Jessica Alba gets at your nail salon all across the country. Tell us more about the products. Yeah, and I, and I would say, like, I grew up reading Us Weekly. Of course, because hey. everybody reads Us Weekly, y'all. <laughs> so I always bought those products that my favorite celebrities were wearing. And so for me, it has always been part of my, like, my mission to say, how do you bring this to everyone? Because... I mean, I want to wear all the colors that all the celebrities are wearing on the red yes. carpet. Mm -hmm. So so the polish line is really kind of the intersection, like we were saying, of clean and performance. And so it's a long-lasting polish. It's also still seven-free. Mm -hmm. And honestly, and then we have our studio boxes, which is like a, our mani kit. So everything you need to do your mani at home. And our, our goal is for everyone to have beautiful nails. I love mm -hmm. that you have these adorable little boxes where you can like create your own manicam. I love that. And then on your Instagram, you have all these really great tutorials that look super cute, by the way, but are easy to follow. And it's like a whole kit for like you're in with your girls or your boys or whoever's doing your nails. Or your friendly neighborhood, Travis. Or your friendly neighborhood, Travis. Because everybody should have one. Yes. Yeah, so like, you know, I get together with my friends and we all like do our nails and we like to watch a little tutorial too. How did you get into starting that part of it? I think we knew really quickly that we wanted to make sure that everyone knew how to do this because there's just such a lack of nail content out there. Mm -hmm. And that's obvious. I mean, I think that the that the brands have been mostly focused on the salons mm -hmm. um, and the manicures are too busy to create tutorials. And so, and I think they, I think people don't realize how many women like outside of these major cities are basically going and buying polish. And then there's not that many tutorials or any sort of like education and content. I also didn't want to do something super stuffy. Like we, the content that we create, we hope is really fun. It is. Um, and that it's just easy to do. Like we use our cleanup brush, which we created in the studio box so that you could basically clean up some like, you know, stray polish, but really we use that to do all of our nail art too. Like we do our French with that. Like, and so it's really just like, how can you have as few things as possible and then create a zillion manis? That is so cool. Well, you created this tool called the Poppy that I think is amazing. Like I'm a do it DIY at my desk manicure girl. I like to change my nail polish. Like Every two weeks, it's kind of like my hair. I wash my hair <laughs> once every two weeks. And I do, it's like, don't tell anybody the beauty editor is so low maintenance. I just look high maintenance. But I like to do my nails at my desk. And that poppy makes it really easy to hold, hold the, mm -hmm. the brush and like have a little bit more control. 
How'd you come up with the idea of it? So let's just tell Travis, yeah. describe to our listeners what the poppy is. I mean, how can I describe you can describe <laughs> this better than I can, but it's it's a it's a top polish holder to steady your hand and to get a more even glide from the polish. And it works really well. Well, I love that it's like flexible. So you can Squishy get a really and fun. Yeah, you can get a really great grip. And I feel like everybody can customize their own grip on it. Was that, did you think of that before you made it? We made it, so it was made by industrial designers, so it's definitely ergonomic in the way that we like assume people will hold it, but I have to say, you're so right, like everyone holds it. There's like probably 25% of our of our customers that hold it totally differently. Yeah. And really yeah. the idea is polished bottles, the tops of polished bottles are really small and they're hard to use and you get kind of close to the nail. And so when you're learning, it's really hard because sometimes you mess up your other nails when you're painting. How do you get like this really firm grip? And this is a silicone um, like rubber. We call it the universal polished bottle handle, but which is really wordy. But the idea is that you can pop it on the top of any nail polish bottle. So for ours, which has an overcap, you pop off the overcap and the poppy on. But for SE, OPI, et cetera, like you can pop that just on the top of their handle and it really stabilizes the non-dominant hand. The idea is like women feel like they can't paint their nails. Let's right. change that narrative. I love that. And I also love with your polishes, how many shades do you have now? 25 and we'll have six more in spring, which launch in February. How great. So like you launch seasonal collections and then they stay in the line or do you ever take anything out? For now, everything stays in. I think for us, like we've talked about limited edition and a lot of collabs have wanted to do that. I just like, you know, those brands that take away your favorite lipstick shade and you're like devastated. And it's always the one that I love. And I just feel like it's like, we can keep something in. We have low minimums. Like we can keep something in if it's just a fashion color that only a few people like. We haven't had that problem yet, but I have a feeling that it'll be very rare that we would ever take something out because I just have been that person and I never want that to happen to me or anyone else. Mm -hmm. No, totally. Well, I love, it's very much like with lipstick shades, now that you mentioned lipstick, makeup artists and brown people always say how it's like so hard to find the nude that mm-hmm. flatters your skin tone mm-hmm. and the red that flatters your skin tone. And I love that you have many, many different varying shades of nude polish. Look at all that. And man. also your darks. It's like there's not just one kind of like vamp knockoff. Mm-hmm. You have like many, many, many variations on dark shades. So I, I love, what was the thinking behind that? I love also that you have opaque nudes because nobody ever I wear an opaque nude and like nobody ever has the perfect opaque nudes yeah I know we've gotten a little bit of heat for the fact that we only have one sheer so more shears are coming because people are like I want my shears (laughs) um but I agree like I am obsessed with an opaque color period and so our our pigments are pretty rich um I think having the experience that I had running the salon like just really myself running the salon for so long I know what the consumer wants because they've walked to the polish wall and I've sat there, stood there with them and they've said, when they're looking at 500 to 600 bottles of polish, I can't find a color. It's so cool. Like having a salon, you have a built-in focus group. Like Mm -hmm. all day long, you're watching what people choose and hearing what their issues are. It's amazing. Absolutely. It really informs our process. So for me, I mean, I think we could have 500 shades of like neutrals. Love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. New neutral. What are the most popular ones and like no, recent? Our, we're two bestsellers. Is one is GH, which is a super light pink, which mm-hmm. we launched in our first collection, mm-hmm. and then CV, which I'm wearing on my nails right now, which is like a really true red that launched in uh, winter. That is a true red. But that's a little like orange yeah, under the kind of like perfect it. summer pedicure color or mm-hmm. like vacation pedicure color. And I have to say, like 
A hundred percent. And I have to say, like, I don't like red polish, mm. like really don't think it looks good on me, really don't like it. Every time I try the other reds, like I'm like, oh, they're fine. But like this CV, it's called CV after Claire Vivier. This <laughs> red, all of our polishes named after Olive and June Besties, but this red is so good. And I just feel like when people feel like something doesn't look good on them, that's when they shouldn't wear it. Like right. to your point of like, what's the right for their under, for their skin? It's like, what, what makes you feel good and empowered? Totally. Exactly. It's like, if you ever wear an outfit where like, First, when you, when, you know, like first thing in the morning when you put it on, you're kind of like, uh, I'm not really sure if this works, but I don't really have time to change. The Disaster. worst day. <laughs> because yeah, then you're just like uncomfortable all day long. The worst day. Don't yeah. do it to yourself. Yeah. Take it off. Yeah. Be late. I don't know. Totally. It's bad. You're totally right. You're totally right. All right. Well, speaking of red carpet trends, it's funny because with the nudes through award season 2020, we've been seeing a lot of nudes, yeah. right? Who... Um, was it Charlize who wore a nude recently or Margot Robbie? One of them did. Margot Robbie. Nicole Kidman. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. The oh, yeah, pink, Nicole short wore. nail. Yeah. Margot Robbie nude. There's been a really like the nail trends for this award season have been all over the place. We've mm-hmm. seen long nails. We've seen super short nails. We've seen creamy nudes that are opaque and we've seen like shimmering ombre French. We sure have. That's, that was on J-Lo. I feel like we've seen more short nails this award season than we have in yes. years past. Natural nails. Natural nails with more of like a square-ish, yep. a little bit around short. I have to say, I recently went square. Like we call it squoval. So square with squoval. rounded edges. Yes. Thank you. I've needed that word for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> square with rounded edges. Yeah. And we, everyone we've done, you know, and everyone that we've seen in the salons as well is really going shorter. Mm-hmm. Just so you can live your life. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> so you know, I mean, type. it's always like trends yeah. are always pendulum swings, right? Mm-hmm. So there have been, there's been this trend. I have not bought into it, but like sort of super long nails. Yeah, yeah, super, super long nails. Like yeah. Kylie you know, Jenner looking. Exactly. Yeah. And Euphoria, Alexa yeah. Demi's nails were really, really long, like acrylic nails. And I do think that a lot of women were following those trends. And mm-hmm. by the it, way, press-ons, while that, while that trend has happened, is like, exploded, press-ons have also exploded. Totally. Mm -hmm. Now, are press-ons, like, better for your nails than acrylics? Yes. Okay. But how do you get off? How do you get a press-on off? I mean, there's... Wiggle it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pop it off right now. Um, No, I mean, there's glue removal, so you can get it off. But, I mean, it's glue versus, like, basically, like, cementing something to your nail. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So let's talk about... Gel nails, like gels, this new thing called the dip that everybody's doing. I mean, what I is this? I don't like the look of that dip. Well, it looks too thick to me. It's grainy, which I don't like. The, oh. finish the grainy, grainy scares me too. Well, because you're dipping your hands in powder. So like then the finish is grainy and that really bothers me. Mm. Yeah, I don't really get it. It's also Because nails are powder. smooth. It's just like, like 80s acrylic powder. Mm-hmm. Correct. So why do people have this misconception that it's better for your nails than gels? Because the manicurists who do dip are not informing them of what is in the product. Like if something is adhering to your nails and being cured by basically sunlight um, and not a UV lamp, like it has to be acrylic. Sure. It's just like mm. if, if you're thinking it through, but it's called dip. So they're like, oh, it's fine. I also think that the manicurists aren't informing them or the manicurists aren't informed themselves. Um, and ultimately they're super unsanitary in the salon. Like 
at least at home, you're in your own dip container. Mm-hmm. In the salon, you're dipping into other people's double, dip container. I mean, at if, the time of a coronavirus, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> and if for anyone who's ever worked in a hospital, you know that like the most amount of germs and bacteria gets un- is under your nails. Right. Like that's why they're washing their hands constantly. So like, yuck. Oh my god, that is so true. And I just don't. So I don't, no dip. Stay away no from dip. it. I'm, by the way, I think dip could be a very interesting at-home contender if the uh, material substance changes. But I just don't know how they would do that. But we've thought about it. But definitely not in salon. Absolutely right. not. Interesting. Well, it would be so cool to do something like that DIY mm-hmm. so you could have a long-lasting manicure. I mean, to me, it's like I was doing gels for a little while because gels really help grow out your nail. And if for you sure. want, like I was obsessed with having a longer almond-shaped nail. I loved it. You had a good shape for a I while. I mean, so feminine now. and mm-hmm. gorgeous. Thank you. But like then when they come off, I mean, forget it. It's like your nails most, are just sort of destroyed. Yeah, most manicurists. Are like are just going super quickly. Right. By the way, elevated manicures aren't doing that. They're, we don't do that in all of in June. Like there's a number of manicures that I know that are super careful and protective of your nail. Um, but most manicures are, you know, they're rushing through it because yeah, trying the, to flip it. they're trying to flip it because the price, what the consumer wants to pay is so low. They have to do volume. Right. Yeah. Because in New York, it's like 19.99 for manicure and pedicure on like most corners. Right. And That's you're like, like well, how are these people getting paid? Right. Seriously, right. how are these people getting paid? Yeah, no, that's true. Well, we've read articles about that. Sure have. <laughs> yeah, there's a big disconnect. I mean, I think the, the industry is set up in a lot of ways to fail the manicurist. Interesting. Whole other podcast. Yeah, whole other yeah, deeper, probably yeah. not on Us Weekly, but. Could be. Could Anything be. could be. I know. So. <laughs> Feels a little bit more depressing than. <laughs> totally. Nail art. We've also been seeing some nail art during the back season, mm-hmm. right? Nail art, yay! <laughs> so, like, Joey King wore this really cute, Love. just like a stripe down the center with a couple of, like, geometric, geometric lines. Geometric lines, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, very sort of simple but really fun. I also really liked, um, it was Lucy Boynton for the Golden Globes, the black Chanel polish with... An eyeshadow pressed on top of the nail. That was an eyeshadow? Yes, to create like a matte metallic nail, which was very, very cool and fresh Whoa. looking. Could Lucy be any cooler? No. She could Between not. hair, makeup, and nails. Well, I'm she, like, you know what? She's one of those girls in Hollywood, they come few and far between, who's just like, I will take chances. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like Jennifer Aniston on the other side of the coin, who I will never get over, Jen and Brad, and I can we talk about her forever. We can't stop talking about uh, black right. dress for the last But you know, years. it's like, she <laughs> sticks with what she knows really mm-hmm. works. She's very safe about her hair choices, makeup choices, dress. You know, the majority of the time she's wearing black. She really branched out, wore white, another non-color. But, I mean, it looked amazing on her. It did. But she knows like what she looks amazing in, and she kind of sticks with that. Just Lucy, for the record, she wore no bra. So I feel like no, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. like, I mean, she really crushed it. Right. No, Even in her wore, safe no, zone. No, right. nothing. She was wearing a white no silk bias-cut dress where, I don't know if you've ever worn a silk bias-cut dress. I would never. Dress. I would you never. You can't wear anything under it because it shows every single thing. I would never. She, and she's 50. She just looked so incredible. She's life goals. Yeah. I mean, all of it. I'm never going to get over 50 that. 50 years never old, having your nipples be the accessory yes. and look amazing. Uh, that's, that's right. incredible. Right. So you don't have to take chances. But like Lucy Boynton, the opposite end of the spectrum with hair, makeup, nails, fashion, she just goes there. Like, she's like, I will do whatever. 
Well, and I think with nail art, what I've been seeing on the red carpet with celebrities is that nail art, I used to do it, used to be so intricate, used to be layers on layers, take like two and a half hours. And I think people who do nail art found like, if you want to look cool, you don't want to look like you spent two and a half to three hours in a salon and sort of more toned down nail art look is like achieves the sort of look that you want to do. Right. Right. With like the Joey King nails. No, it totally. doesn't look like she spent hours and there even and it looks like, awesome. You know, JLo's manicures that she's been wearing through award season have been like pale, shimmery. One mm-hmm. was an ombre French. Then she wore just like a really like almost like a shimmery platinum sheer. Champagne with yeah, like some like shimmery platinum. Really beautiful and definitely not your standard no. plain old nail polish. And there's no such thing as plain old nail polish. <laughs> but, you know, it's still nail art. What yeah. do you see in your salon for art requests? Yeah, I think we've seen a ton. So French, the French has started getting really, really popular yeah. last summer. And so we started to see that then hit the red carpet. Um, we did Maisie Williams, you know, for Emmys and like she rocked a French. And then um, you're seeing J-Lo, you know, Aquafina, et cetera, Scar-Jo. rocked a French. Scar-Jo. Yeah, Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson wore just a classic short Looked French good. manicure. It was beautiful, beautiful because especially if you have shorter nails and if shorter nails are coming back, a French manicure is the way to get that ultimate feminine mm-hmm. shape and look like, you know, I was going for with the almond. <laughs> totally. And you can also do a thin French, right? I love it. Which mm-hmm. is like That's so beautiful. Like. So we're seeing, we're seeing a ton of Frenches in the salon. We're definitely seeing lines, dots, geometric. Mm. Like we're definitely seeing more understated. Um, we, we do these nail art stickers and like, I have to say, it's funny because we'll see all these trends happening and then we'll launch a new sticker pack and then, and then it's like daisies everywhere. And I'm like, what just happened? Did we drew Barrymore like back to like whatever that movie is where she's like wearing a daisy in her hair and yeah, just so like, beautiful. By the way, the nineties are back, They're right? Back. Like we're living in the nineties again. We are. It's all yeah. right. Yeah. I'm into it. So I, so we, it's funny cause we do see those trends like kind of as they're coming. Right. Um, but nudes, nudes and darks have been so popular this, this winter. And like, this is the first time darks have come back in a real way in like two or three years. Like for a while, people were like, I'm not ready. I'm not interested. And like this year, like, especially we've seen just like a ton to your point of dark, mm-hmm. dark, dark shades. So great. Right. Cause I love those dark shades. It's also sort of like a nod to the nineties. But in a cool, modern way. And I feel like it's just not for the male gaze, which I sort of like. Because, you know, traditionally men are like, don't like dark nails and don't think they're feminine. little man repellery. And it's sort of like, F you. I look cool as hell. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I can say that. You're hired. I can't say it better than myself. (laughs) Now, what is your favorite color from the line? It's so funny because I would say I love CV, which is this true red. Mm -hmm. Um, I love MM, which is the shade that's named after Mandy Moore. That's like an amazing nude. Um, And then my other like kind of low-key favorite is CDJ, which is like a lavender beigey color. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I think like really, um, I think it really makes you feel like you have a nude neutral on. I call them neutrals more than nudes. Yeah. Um, But I find that like, it really kind of makes your it makes you look like you have longer nails. CDJ, that's CDJ. gonna be my shade forever. It's beautiful. And then this is our sheer, which is called oh, which is called EC, named after Eva Chen. Oh, and sweet. Speaking of fashion, love Eva yeah. Chen. Love we love her. Eva. Um, and it's the only shear we have in the line, and it like is like an it's like the Paris filter for your nails. It looks oh, expensive. That nail really looks does. expensive. I love a little Paris filter for the nails. I want a Paris I'm filter in MMT. real life. Why don't I do Paris I filter with every single photo? We take. I mean, I double Paris filter stuff. Yeah, oh, you she do. Does. Oh, yeah. She'll do it, save it, and double Paris. Pa- totally. Oh my god, I'm doing that. That's the way. Oh my the god, trend. I'm gonna look like a robot. I can't wait. Well, speaking of the '90s, like. 
I am going for a Harper's Bazaar cover circa like 1994. Mm-hmm. So airbrushed. Like blown out. Right. Like right. just blow it all out. Right. Let people think that you my have face amazing is one skin. dimensional. I don't think you need to do double Paris, but I'm into it. Well, and I'm know, taking that tip. Everything helps. I, I agree. I'm about to be 40. I hear you this oh year. Oh my God, you're God. a baby. I'm going to triple Paris filter it. Wow. <laughs> that's that's what, really the question on Instagram. How many Paris filters do you think this is? That's a great oh question. I think yeah. we could start that. We could make that trend. I'm going to start double Parising. I always forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get up in the time. I got to get up in the times. Wow. All right. And tell us a little <laughs> bit about your nail polish remover and why it's different. Oh, it's dope. It's yeah. amazing. So it's a nail polish remover pot. And so basically it says sponge and sponge plus non-ass. Uh, but a lot acetate. of those, like, you can use it for like four removals and then it's like done. Right. But yours I find lasts and lasts and lasts and lasts. And I don't understand why. We put in a little extra, it's called acetate, which is a softer remover than acetone. So it's mm-hmm. acetone free. We put extra in it because then you can dip your cleanup brush in it and use it to clean up your, your Whoa. air, your stray polish. I know they didn't want to over soak it. And we had to, in the beginning, it was starting to like really wear away the sponge. Mm-hmm. So we had to like take it back a little bit, but I want there to be as enough extra as possible. Cause like to your point, you want to be able to use it as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. The, the biggest thing really is the cuticle serum, um, in our studio boxes that like we're obsessed with, yeah. which by the way, Gwen already like literally took and I put, put it in, in her pocket. Going into gen pop, which is what I call the beauty closet. No, staying right on my person. Well, you said that you have people who are like, I'm never going back to anything else after using this cuticle oil. Well, it won a lower best of beauty. And then yesterday in women's health, um, Christina, a writer who I'm mm-hmm. sure you know, yeah. who's like, I just love, like, she literally wrote that all other cuticle oils are dead to her. <laughs> she was like, it's like your dry cuticles are like the chapped lips of nails. Like, no, totally. This I is use like it lip balm all day long at my desk. I also find that if I use that cuticle pen like a couple times a day, I, my manicure lasts and lasts and lasts mm-hmm. and lasts. I guess it stays a little bit more flexible. Like the polish doesn't dry out as much. I don't know what dark magic you're talking about, but I'm into it. <laughs> and then like, also, I, hope that's true. I use it because I do. I am a DIY desk manicure girl. I use it as like quick dry, like a half an mm. hour after I've done my nails. Really, this is like my top? secret. By the way, this is like a hack that I didn't even know. I'm like, do you want to take over our Instagram? <laughs> but right, because I would totally take over your Instagram and done. do my nails on camera. Travis would be with me. Would yeah. coach She's, me good through. She's good at that. But them. seriously, like a half an hour after you do your nail, because I'm not really oh, doing. I put mine in cold water. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that's I've smart. heard that one. But I'm not really doing any cuticle maintenance when I like, I kind of like. You don't need to. I take off my nail polish. I sort of do a very light, hopefully, if like nothing is broken or nothing is like for strunked in, in my nail shape. I do a very <laughs> light file. And then, I mean, I've got no time. I am polishing my nails. The craziest thing about cuticles is that, and no one talks about this because I get salons, they cut them. No, push them back. Push Push them back back with your thumb in the shower, Mm -hmm. buff them a little bit. Don't touch them. Put the serum on every day. Ever, ever, ever. And And so the serum. Like, look at my cuticles. My cuticles are perfect. No, they're gorgeous. They're like, I need a little cuticle serum today, but otherwise they're like, you can't even see them. So a half an hour after I polish, I, I do the cuticle oil over my whole nail. And then I just like sit that way for like another half hour. And I think that it helps to dry the polish faster. Like it helps it this cure. Like a hack that I don't even know if it's true, and, but I love it. Because you know, it. like if you're at the nail salon, that those quick dry drops are oil. Right. They're just oil. That's true. And then also what it does is it makes your cuticles look yes. like you got a manicure. Mm-hmm. At a salon, it makes everything look like glossy Shiny and pretty. And, glossy. and then I put some hand cream on and that's it. 
By the way, the, I say that all the time. Top coat every few days and then put on your cuticle serum every day and it will look like you walked out of the salon that day. Yeah. That's smart. Oh I don't think God. people do that enough. No. Like reapply their top coats. No. And it's like everyone thinks they get a manicure and then all of a sudden their manicure is going to last seven <laughs> to ten days. Right. I'm like, you need to just do a little bit of work, just like a blowout, and yeah. then you can extend. All right. What color do you think people are going to be wearing this spring and summer that is unexpected? So... I love this question. Um, I think that we're going to go from like nudes have just had such, they've just lasted for so long. And when I say nudes, I really mean neutrals. I mean a light blue. I mean a light, totally. And I think we're going to play with a little bit more color on that. Like I would say like, again, the Pantone color of the year, um, which is very similar to our shade CNH is that blue. I think you're going to see greens and yellows and like, um, like lavenders. Like I think you're going to see a little bit more color, but still in a much more of that neutral Range, Love it. I feel like we see a lot of like cerulean and lavender yes. are sort of like oh. the cool colors, like a cobalt cerulean. I never know what to call that color. Yeah. And I, and I like, I like a toned down version of that. Like we add a lot of white to our polishes yep. because it really universally is flattering. Mm-hmm. Um, the funniest thing is the hardest skin tone for us to match or to make like a flattering shade for Olive. is redheads. Oh. Yeah, very, very pale. Because it's so pale that and we're like, like pinky and right. weird. You yeah. can only do jewel tones. That's like what redheads. I heads. can't do jewel tones. Really? It doesn't look good. Dark. You can do some super dark coral nudes, usually, but the nudes have to be peachy. Mm-hmm. It's like a very specific nude. Anything that's a little too yellow just looks gross on me. Redheads you, uh, that I've known mm-hmm. usually love like a, a corally, a peachy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like something that's like not. It's like not too pink, but like it's in the like it's like the sister of pink. I love it. The unicorn. I I also think we're going to see more shears. I think I think the way that the world is working, like that 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 um, you know, those lines and dots, and like Mm -hmm. we've seen a ton of shears playing with those with metallics on top in like the art. So I think you're going to see some like more understated. You have to look a little bit closer nail art. Yes, that's what I've been seeing too. I love a sheer with some metallic on top. That's a really cool juxtaposition. I got you. Yeah, yeah, it's like J Lo. When everybody wants to be like J Lo. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because literally Zoe Report came out and was talking about J Lo's French, and they were like, Sarah Gibson Tuttle called this like last (laughs) fall, and I was like, Am I in the same article as J Lo? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Tom Bacheck. I know exactly. Tom Bacheck does her nails, and he is phenomenal. Yeah, he is. I love love Tom. I love Tom. I I know Tom like even. Longer than I know you. I know Tom like yeah, forever. He's, he's OG. He is so great. He's so good. He's like has a wild imagination and he's just like cool as f- I love him. Sam's going to bleep me out. <laughs> there he goes. He's making a note. All right, cool. You guys, thank you so much. I feel like Travis and I and Sarah could talk about nails all freaking day. All, hashtag I love your Manny. But oh, we've got to get on with you. our lives. I love you. I, I love your Manny. Yeah. Exactly. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. We love it. Yeah, love so it. when you guys do your Olive and Jumanis, make sure you tag us. Because, yes. like, we love to see the Mannies. And we love, we answer nail tips on our DMs. So slide into our DMs. Nice. Oh, totally. I love it. All right, you guys. You heard here first. Well, thank you so much for being with us Thanks, today, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you. Please come back next week for another episode of Get Trust With Us. Until then, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next week, stay gorgeous.